0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner and I'm Ollie Wilson. I'm a farm trader working with Frontier's Southern Sales team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Let's get started with this week's report wheat markets. Today's wheat update has been written by head of Grainpool Marketing, Simon Ingle. Simon notes that this week, China, the world's largest wheat producing country, has put pen to paper with US wheat exporters. Published sales data showed US traders selling around 1 million tons of US wheat to the country and in the process triggered a sharp price rally. As a result of this, the short covering launched Chicago Board of Trade futures 15% higher from the previous week's multi-month lows. The sales to China were surprising, given recent news of its intention to roll December purchases of French wheat forward through to next spring, suggesting China was all done on nearby buying. However, astute Chinese buyers could not resist U.S. wheat futures falling to their contract lows last week and took full advantage. This season, China's wheat production estimate is 137 million tonnes, with an anticipated demand of 153 million tonnes. The United States Department of Agriculture now expects China to import 12 million tonnes. Even with this, stocks will drop 6 million tonnes on the year to 134 million tonnes. Whilst US markets rallied, European futures wheat markets managed no more than a token gesture in improving prices. The weekly EU wheat export update was up 525,000 tonnes, but this was not sufficient to meet the pace needed to clear the surplus. Cumulative exports are up to 12.52 million tonnes in comparison to 15.26 million tonnes last year. Yet another week with no change for Bulgaria highlighted the lack of full data, as mentioned in previous reports. The market was encouraged by news of three vessels loading in France that are bound for China to meet sales, some of which were previously rolled to the new year. The gap on exports from last year may give a less bearish outlook, but strong competition from the Black Sea continues to limit EU sales. This was highlighted by the first Egyptian tender since the 12th of October, where Russia dominated offers to the General Authority for supply commodities. Egypt bought three cargoes at a sterling equivalent of £213.50 per tonne for milling wheat. London wheat futures managed to gain little more than £4 a tonne from their recent low, as the domestic feed wheat market continues to trade £10 per tonne above levels that would leave it competitive to export the lowest animal feed production for seven years did little to boost the domestic demand outlook. Support comes from the 2024 UK wheat production uncertainty as wet weather sets in again. The USDA is scheduled to publish its December World Agricultural Supply and Demands estimate late on Friday, but other officials updated the Canadian and Australian 2023-24 wheat production estimates ahead of this. Statistics Canada raised its production estimate to 31.95 million tonnes, up from 29.84 million tonnes previously. The Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Sciences slightly increased its previous wheat production estimate by 100,000 tonnes to 25.5 million tonnes, although this is still over a third below last year's 39 million tonne record. The USDA said 24.5 million tonnes for Australia and 31 million tonnes for Canada in November. Barley markets. Today's barley update has been written by grain product manager Jack Logan, who works with the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Jack says that feed barley markets have remained suppressed on the week, despite rallies in global futures markets. The reality for the UK feed barley market is that the UK is still too expensive to export, with values from Eastern Europe and the Black Sea significantly cheaper. The trade is focused on the domestic market, with sellers willing to trade barley at wider discounts than previously. With prices stagnant, farmers have slowed their selling of feed barley, and with the Christmas break approaching, any increase in farm selling is unlikely until the new year. New crop feed barley prices have also been flat on the week with farmers willing to sell at wider discounts more than a £20 per tonne discount to feed wheat than we would normally see for the time of the year. The total barley area will increase for crop 24, but with a lower winter barley area, farmers are more focused on how they market a potential increase in spring barley on-farm. Domestic buyers still have grain to purchase for the new year, but total animal feed production is lower year-on-year in statistics published by the Agricultural and Horticultural Development Board this week. The statistics also showed that barley usage has increased on the year, trading at a wider discount to wheat, especially in the last couple of months. With the discount widening, we would expect this trend of barley usage to continue in the coming months. However, the weight of the exportable surplus that the UK has is likely to anchor any rallies for old crop feed barley. Export demand still exists for malting barley, although a stronger pound versus the euro has meant UK ex-farm values have fallen on the week. Farm selling has slowed over the last couple of weeks, with many growers waiting for contracts to be moved to assess what is left in the shed. Premiums, however, remain large, and given that they have been for most of the season, farmers are well sold on malting barley. This is because there has been more acceptance of prices compared with feed barley. Oilseeds Markets Today's Oilseed Rape update has been written by Oilseed Product Head James Needham, who works with the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. James notes that over the last week, European rapeseed values have been slowly rising while soybean and Canadian canola markets have moved in the opposite direction. One of the main drivers has been strong nearby demand from regional crushers, which are trying to fill requirements in a market where domestic farmer selling is slow and behind average. In addition, Black Sea offers are starting to slow and physical movement of seed out of the area is sluggish. New crop Australian seed is only available for delivery in late January to early February, with farmers selling behind pace there too. On Monday, the 4th of December, Statistics Canada revised the Canadian canola crop up from 17.37 million tonnes to 18.33 million tonnes, implying the crop hasn't suffered as much as expected and adding some weight to the global supply and demand picture for rapeseed. However, much of Canada's canola and its production is headed into US biofuels for the first time this year due to increased production capacity and commitments pulses markets today's pulses update has been written by trainee grain trader harry bulmer who works with a grain trading team in lincolnshire harry states that the bean market continues to see a lower volume of activity which is normal for this time of year there has been little selling from growers and merchants which has caused values to rise as domestic feed compounders have had to pay more With rapeseed, meal prices and other mid-range proteins still too expensive, the demand for beans remains relatively strong. Remember, if you have a balance of human consumption beans, this is the last opportunity to sell your crop before this market is finished in the new year. Fertiliser markets. Today's Fertiliser Update has been written by Reuben Wilson, who is a Fertiliser Manager based in Scotland. Ruben mentions that last week brought some softening on urea values from North Africa, which helped gain some large volume sales. This week, we have started to see stability come back into the market, albeit fragile. U.S. urea market values have risen mainly due to better corn returns, and North African products seems to be in higher demand based on Chinese stock restrictions. With regards to AN, European producers are still on a reduced production And some have even shut down due to higher gas values that are waiting on some reprieve. As mentioned in previous reports, AN tons will be in short supply going into the new year, and as a result, we expect to see strong demand for granular urea for early applications. With the application window fast approaching, sort of 40 days, we strongly advise you take advantage of current offers for December and January delivery. UAM values remain unchanged in the current market And with Christmas fast approaching, the delivery window will shift to spring. It's important to ensure tanks are fully utilized and the orders are accurate as we head into the application period. We also still have an opportunity to convert any customers looking to switch to liquid for this season with tank availability for installation in spring. It's worth remembering that with the Urea Stewardship Scheme coming along, into place on the 1st of April, we advise growers to have a stock of Lemus Perform in store to stay compliant with regulations. Phosphates remain relatively stable to firm, mainly driven by high demand creeping in from the US and reduced inventory supplies in its market. The main supplies into the European market tend to be of North African origin. Given that sanction restrictions remain in place on Russia and Belarusian products coming into the EU member states, values should remain stable for quarter one of 2024. Potash values have weakened slightly over the past week, with the pound versus the euro exchange rate playing its part on replacement costs. UK supplier stocks remain tight and new cargoes will not arrive until late January. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 8th of December. Thank you to Simon, Jack, James, Harry and Ruben for their insights. We hope you'll join us again next week another grain market update if you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer you can speak to your local frontier contact don't forget all frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through my farm links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode thank you for listening